when you guys got me to play this game, you never told me about the cannibalism. He was doing something, though, with one of the bodies. And he's a really good snuggler. He seems to be uh, glistening a bit. It's disgusting. So you get really warm and and tingly. It's that oak tree magic again once he Mm -hmm. gets his arms around you. Hot damn! That's good, right? Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us again under the library. Uh, Hopefully things go well tonight. I have decided to start running both recordings on my brand new computer and uh, we're starting late because of it. So if something fails horribly, it is all my fault. As usual, we're continuing our Bloodstone campaign, the one that was written, created, and is run by our amazing keeper, Michael. My name's Arthur. I'm playing Harold. We are short Rick tonight. He is traveling for the weekend. Uh, but we do have Wayne. as I thought trailer. you were going to say he's a little tied up. Oh, that would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they- we're short. We're short Rick tonight. He's a little tied up. Uh, <laughs> we also we also have Wayne as Oak Tree Larson, Chris as Bo, Emily as Florence, Rick as Philip, Scott as Yocker, and as always, the aforementioned Michael is our amazing keeper. Michael, the show's yours. Take it away. Hey, thanks for joining us. Shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks, thanks for, for joining, joining us. You got five us. words. Four words. <laughs> Take two. He, sa- he said, hey. We'll, we'll count. He's oh, from he Texas, hey so we can count hey as a word. screwed you up. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Bloodstone is a tabletop RPG set in the Call of Cthulhu universe. We are... Uh, I'm screwing this up really bad tonight. We, <laughs> we are a horror... Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Who are as, we? Don't leave such, me in suspense. Uh-huh. As such, we have themes of violence, horror, and generally mature themes played by immature people. Thank you for joining us, and hopefully this will make the show good, because I just totally botched this up. Uh, with our last week's recap is Emily. Take it away, Emily. I Did I say anything to. coherent? Did I say anything coherent? Like, See, uh, I like no. it because we're sort of back to normal now. Last <laughs> okay. week was a little weird. It felt it felt wrong. Yeah. Oof. So, last week uh, we began in Potter's place. Harold is examining the two pendants, Florence's pendant, and also the one found on Casper to see if they are the same. And he discovers that while Florence's necklace has a broken clasp, the other has a clasp that has obviously been repaired. We have a mystery that is brewing. Casper still has a weak pulse. Florence doesn't know what to do with for him and Philip suggests a blood transfusion. This seems like a questionable suggestion, but Florence does agree to test her blood against Casper's to see if they are going to be compatible they are so we have the possibility at least and while harold Bo, and florence are discussing in more detail what happened to philip in the portal and on the way home and his state of mind because he still seems very off um philip drinks the blood and a horrified florence accuses him of being a vampire Bo shares the story of when he saw 
<clears throat> when he saw Phil eat the flesh of Gerald's corpse, very suspicious of Philip, Florence points her gun at him and convinces Harold Bow and Oak Tree to help subdue him. So uh, Philip fights back by projectile vomiting on Bow. This was a this was a it, was, it was really terrible. <laughs> I, I feel kind of um, bad for anyone listening. I mean, I have to be I, I, honest I in my summary. Me. Yeah. Causing a chain reaction of vomiting, of which only Oak Tree can persevere, against which only Oak Tree can persevere. So Oak Tree walks Philip outside, gives him some water, acts civilized, and uh, helps him, or decides to watch him overnight. He and Bo take Philip to Yockers. Harold stays to help Florence clean up the shop covered with flesh, blood, vomit. It's a mess. So um, and in essence, then we spent the night two at Potter's Place, or maybe Harold would go home. I'm not sure. And three joining Yocker at Seraphim Falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I was going to stay there because nobody else is there, right? With you? Just Casper, the oh, ailing, yeah. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd unconscious man. Yeah. Yeah. Casper, okay. the soon-to-be ghost. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was an episode last week, huh? It was. Yeah. It was. It wasn't great. That, that was a, great. A, con- a concise recap for an episode that seemed to be so full of stuff. Well, you know, the more Florence does, the less she remembers to write down. No, I was complimenting you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So everybody, I, why don't we, we can start this week then with uh, <coughs> a little newspaper from mm. old Martin Hale. Does that sound agreeable to everybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless there were any dreams overnight. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oak Tree is a dreamer. Yeah. Oh. So really, whichever you prefer to do first, Michael. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't have to give us scary dreams. I just, uh, I thought you said something about that last week. I couldn't remember. Yeah, that's true. Oak Tree, why don't you make a pal roll to see what happens? Absolutely. How it is. That is a one. Wow. I have a really, really, really good pal of 80, and I rolled a 94. Uh oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it could have been worse. Skin of your teeth there, right? Um, yeah, you just, uh, uh, you wake up in, in the middle of the night at some point uh, with some sweating. And you just can't remember why. Well, I was staying awake most of the night anyway to watch over uh, okay. good old Phil. And I had a giant oh. pot of coffee. Oh, so okay. Was, so maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe then you just kind of uh, glassy-eyed, gazed off in the distance and pseudo-dreamed. And you, you just came to then feeling quite uncomfortable and disconcerted. You can make a sanity roll for that. Not a major one. And you, you woke know. up and saw Phil nibbling on your leg. Yeah, right. Sleep. Mm-hmm. Ah. Wow. Okay. So my sanity is really, really good. And I rolled a two. So 
Okay, fine. I won't dock you any sanity points then. Up two. There's my two. All right. This uh, day's episode of the Bloodstone Expose. This is this officially marks day four in Bloodstone for y'all. Congratulations. What are we? Are we six months into this? <laughs> That's um, not important. You know, I, I was actually going to mention that in the in the intro today. Uh, we are on episode twenty one. Nice. That's, wow. that's what we're recording right now. So last week was episode twenty. So about five episodes for a day. We are just cranking right through the content. Yeah. I mean, hey. we are going at breakneck speed. Hey, it's all it's all about the subtlety, not yeah. the speed. It's true. It's good. It, it it explains why you haven't seen those NPCs in weeks. Mm-hmm. I, it covers a lot of plot holes for me. Mm-hmm. All <laughs> right. Spent a lot of time shooting people in the back and trying to fix horse legs. Mm-hmm. And barbecue. And then tying each other up. <laughs> All right. Booms from the north. The earth is a shaken and there's booms up north. Word is that Gerald Morrison's place has undergone some renovations. This reporter hasn't laid eyes on the situation. However, there are numerous reports of explosions and clouds of dust on the horizon at dusk. Shortly thereafter, a rough looking foursome rode into town two of its members seemingly too drunk or injured to sit in the saddle. I'm hoping to make a travel out to Gerald's house today and see how our local inventor and town savant, that's smart for you unreadened folk, is holding up. Keep your hats close and your prayers closer. Missing by Martin Hale. Our own Sheriff Henry Stone has reportedly gone missing. He rode out to investigate those booms at the Morrison house and hasn't returned. The town is a bit nervous as the famous lawman has served to keep most of the muckrackers under control. Small contingents of concern are building as to what this means for keeping the drunkards and outlaws from overrunning Bloodstone. Let's hope he just decided to go off for one of his extended reconnaissance rides. However, we can't be too careful in these uncertain times. Until further notice... Mayor Mitchell has issued a summons for law enforcement and any qualified individuals may apply. If you run across the sheriff's badge or deputy, please kindly return them to City Hall. (laughs) (laughs) The wasting is back. The wasting that afflicted so many of our population after the last raid of Satan's flying beasts has taken root in Lana Jenkins. She has been removed to the church by Reverend Cunningham, where she is expected to live out her final hours. The wasting has not affected anyone else. And we're praying, and our reverend too, the good Lord spares us from the abominable plague. Dr. Wellerton has advised all citizens to stay clear of the chapel and even suggested burning it after Lana's passing. I'd like to see what kind of posse it would take to get past Reverend Cunningham. Be well, citizens, and watch out for the snakes. They seem to be making their yearly return. Ah. I guess th- those articles are fantastic. Yeah, they're great. We hadn't heard about the, the wasting disease. Right. Uh, we've, we've never met the mayor. You, you, uh, you know, okay, I'm done. <laughs> good, good night, y'all. <laughs>
<laughs> you're feeling like I did last week. Uh, the oh, it's oh, you. That's right. You got you got boosted. That's yeah, the boosted thing. Um, in terms of the the one thing that the wasting Lana Jenkins from you know the last newspaper, which would have been close to six weeks ago, I do believe, <laughs> was right after the winged beasts uh, flew away with her child. You oh, remember? Okay, I didn't make the her. connection. Okay, yeah. so I think I think your characters would. I think it's reasonable. Not that yeah, because I, I talked passed. to her. Yeah, about yeah, her child. Yeah, right. So that's the. In woman. fact, I promised to go get the child. It seems like months ago, but it was just like half a, a day. day ago. So I yeah. shouldn't feel guilty about the fact that I haven't yet. That's yeah, exactly. And and that's who has the. Didn't Yocker take a sample of something from her shoulder to show to Harold? Somebody did a scraping. Yeah. I did a scraping of okay. the creature left behind some behind something gross. Okay. So I got a scraping of it and gave it to Harold. Okay. Hmm. But somebody probably shot him before he could. Or maybe he gave a blood transfusion before yeah. he could. Um, I, I have a question. The doctor, Dr. Wellerton? Yeah. That's not red, is it? Yeah. Yep. Oh, it yep. is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he goes by Red Wellerton. Okay. Because uh, he sounds somewhat competent in the article. <laughs> uh, and also the name so Wellerton just, gives yeah. him a veneer of right. finish. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like it just couldn't be the same person. I'm just saying, now that there isn't a sheriff in town, Yocker might go seeking some vengeance. Well, uh, there is kind of a sheriff in town, wasn't there? Oh no, that one. That it was. was uh, uh, it was Clinton. He's, he's Clinton. gone. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He's gone. But he also he deputized Philip, who is now tied up in Seraphim <laughs> Falls. Great. He, oh, uh, he deputized. He deputized me too. Oh, oh really? That's uh, right. I, he deputized yeah. the so guy you're who's shooting people. I, I'm the only law left in town. <laughs> so, do y'all have stars then? Did. He gave... uh, well, Quentin took his through the portal. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I still have my star. Okay. Does Quentin got the stars from the sheriff's yeah. from yeah. the station yeah. okay. and gave uh, them? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take the one off of. Uh, um, wow, I'm doing so well tonight. Off of what's his face? Philip. Uh, Philip. Yeah, so I'm going to take it off Philip and uh, deputize Oak Tree if he'll uh, if he'll have the role. Right. Absolutely. Uh, but I'm jumping ahead of the yeah the fun. Yeah. No, go right ahead. That's fine. Let's get it started. Let's get the fun started. <clears throat> hmm. I think you have to make a dexterity roll to see if Philip bites you, though. <laughs> it no. only seems right that Philip would bite you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I well, know I'm, I know Rick isn't here, but but I I'd like this to happen. This popped into my head. So uh, I was sleeping fitfully throughout the night. Kept waking up, looking over at Phil. Uh, sometimes I'd see his glassy eyes staring back without blinking, and I, I couldn't tell whether he was asleep or just, or whether even I was dreaming having seen that, because I'm convinced that he's got, you know, he's been touched by whatever evil went after uh, Quentin. Uh, woke up in the morning and tried to shake him awake, and I can't rouse him. He's not dead. But for some reason, he's uh, he's unresponsive. Uh -huh. So I call uh, Oak Tree. 
or, you know, oh, sorry, I can't, I have a voice. Oh, oak, oak tree. <laughs> Something, something's up with Philip over here. Yes, did, we, did we tie him up too tight? No, Mr. Bo, he hasn't been moving much all night. He was quiet, so I just drank some coffee and watched him and must have dozed a little bit out of strange dream. And uh, I think he's okay. Seems like he's breathing. Looks like his chest is going up and down. Uh, yep, his, uh, his cheeks are all rosy. His lips ain't blue. Well, let me go. Uh, but uh, yeah, I let me let me mopped him, him side the head, and he he ain't waking up. Let me take a little look at him, and uh, well, you shouldn't sleep with your eyes open. So uh, let me close his eyes for him, and I kind of squish his eyes closed. <laughs> well, it sounds an awful uh, lot like he's dead. <laughs> he's, well, let's bring him. Let's bring him back to uh, Potter's place, <laughs> and. Uh, See what all we can uh, figure out. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, couple things. One bow. You need to make a sanity roll for oh, for staring what? in the eyes of yeah, yeah. That that seemed just a little too, little too spooky to me. Huh. Oh, you you I, I, to... oh my god! I rolled zero zero. Uh, thankfully, it was an eight. Oh, <laughs> I rolled an eight. All right. Uh, just take off one point then. There. Okay. So yeah, gave me the wig. Definitely gave me the Wiggins, yeah. and but but made me even more sure that uh, oh my God, something something happened to Phil. Yeah, and Yocker, they're in your house. Remember, so you're waking. Oh, Yocker, up. yeah, sorry, Yocker. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, so when they're doing this, I'm actually going over and I'm taking my next uh, my pill. You, you also you don't remember you were asleep when all of this happened last night, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're you're waking up with these dudes all up in your house. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I was, awa- I was awake. Oh, okay. Sorry, uh, I, I skipped that part of the recap. He answered the door for them. Yeah, welcomes I them in. Right. Takes some yelled pills. At poor Philip. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I think I, I heard poor Philip's feelings. I I really was here last week. I swear. Okay. I think you were a little not here. Yeah. Um, you feel uh, make a constitution roll. Oh, 18. Yeah, you don't feel like you just had your arm amputated. You feel pretty damn good. Wow, those pills. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Lamava <clears throat> that you drunk. All right, a combination. Plus, I haven't, I, like, one of the things that I want to do is I want to see if one of you guys will help me. I want to ch- check the bandage. <laughs> on my stump and uh, see if it needs changing. So well, if uh, none of you have well, any medical skills, then I'll go see if Florence or Harold can do it. Actually, uh, Oak Tree has a pretty deep, uh, okay first aid. I'll, he'll give it a try. Yeah, and it, you're not really doing first aid so much as you're just taking off and then we're gonna look at it and then tying the bandage back on. So I'll just say, yeah, I'm uh, I'm hoping you can help me out. My, my arm's a little itchy. Uh, uh, well, I guess my arm isn't itchy because I don't got an arm, but there's something <laughs> over there that feels awful itchy. And I'm hoping we can take a look at it and see if we got to fix the Band-Aid or bandage on it. Let me come on over there, Mr. Yawker, and I'll take a look and see if that arm of yours is uh, mending okay. Let me pull well, it let's be Let's be clear here, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Tall. I ain't got no arm. I got a stub. Well... Yeah, ain't much of it. That's true. Let's just see 
where it used to connect, if that's okay. <laughs> that's all good by me. I'll take a, right. a little uh, a little first aid look. Okay. And oh, I actually got a regular success, thirty six. Yeah, no no odor to it, and in fact, as you as you look at it, it looks a little odd, not bad odd. It looks pretty healthy. <clears throat> wow. You've, you've seen some amputations hmm. in your life, Oak Tree, and huh. Mr. Uh, Mr. Yawker, if you got a mirror around here, I want to show you something. I'm going to show you uh, what it looks oh, like. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me get the mirror that I used to find out if a fella is actually dead or if he's just trying to hide from his wife. <laughs> <laughs> so get the mirror. I hold it up. Um, Mr. Yawker, can you see that? That, that? Something weird's going on, but that's healing real fast. Maybe it's that uh maybe it's that strange juice you've been drinking. I don't know, it's pretty good. And they gave me that medicine. I just <laughs> took my other pill. Stuff makes me feel pretty good. I gotta go get the rest from Miss Florence. Yeah, you're supposed and, to uh, take them in the morning. I remember you're supposed to take two. Yeah, I take one in the morning and one in the afternoon. That's what I think Florence told me. No, Mr. Yawker, it's two, two in the morning, and then I get to take one more. Hot damn. <laughs> Oh, and then boy. I take out some of the whiskey. Are these pills cocaine? <laughs> I just got. What color are these pills? They're white. Oh, and uh, it's just it's they're powdery and uh, mm -hmm. the, and so yep. they are cocaine. Yep. These <laughs> pills are making me feel pretty damn good about the world. Let's go see if Harold's up and if he's done with my arm. <laughs> well, uh, Harry, there was a, a lot more trouble over there than we let it on last night. Uh, we, you know, wanted you to get a good night's sleep. But yeah, let's go over. And uh, I don't think Harold's had a chance to work on your arm because let's just uh, say there, were, there was a lot of cleaning up to do over at Florence's place. And Bo, uh, I kind of interrupted you earlier. Was there something you wanted to do with Rick? Uh, no, I just wanted to bring him to Florence's place to so as a group we could. Uh, he wanted to take his uh, his badge. His badge. Oh, his badge. yeah. yeah oh, I, sorry. Yes, I, I take his badge. Yeah. Deputy uh -huh. badge. Yeah. Sorry, Rick. But I guess we can leave him there because the uncle, Gawker's uncle's there. To... No, I want to have him with the, the group. I don't ever want Philip to be alone again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's heartwarming or creepy. All right. And, I got to say, I don't trust Uncle Jeb these days. He's been a little bit crazy in the head, so I, I wouldn't trust him to take care of Philip. He might forget he's alive and start burying the fella. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> Is that bad? <laughs> Don't mind hand him a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so are y'all headed out to yeah. Potters? Okay, as you, as you open the front door... And go to okay, head out really quickly. Um, I'm going and I'm getting my other shotgun. I don't feel comfortable without it. So, okay. Yeah, do you, I'm imagining you loading it one-handed, but I'm sure you'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, um, you could, you could okay. flip it upside down, put it between his legs, and I've been, I've been shooting this shotgun my entire life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no way it'll go off like that. No worries. He doesn't point the barrel at himself. This is yeah. This is a, a break open, right? So you break open. Yeah. Uh, like Carol says, hold it between your legs, <laughs> put a couple shells in, close it, 
I mean, it's going to take you longer. You're not going to be speed loading. Speed loading. Yeah. All right. So uh, make a who's the first one out the door? Uh, Oak tree would be happy to go out unless Oak tree's carrying carrying, uh, 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 Phil. Yeah. All right. I'll be the I'll be the first first one out. All right. Give me a spot hidden then. Hmm. Come on, Bo. Uh, Twenty-one. Nice. And so as you throw open the door right there about three, four feet from the entranceway is uh, a rattlesnake curled oh. up. And uh, uh, okay, I just uh, I have respect for the snake folk. Okay. I know they're just trying to live their lives. They don't want to hurt you unless you you know mess with them. So I'm just going to carefully step back out of his range. Uh, I'm going to find some sort of stick or something, maybe anything, uh, like a fire poker. Yeah, maybe a well, fire I was going to say, we got lots of plinks of wood, so there's going to yeah. be... Oh, oh, great. I can easily get you a nice, long, sort of pretty narrow plank of wood. Yep, then I'll <laughs> take the plank and just kind of flick them off the, the porch. Okay. And uh, so make a luck roll. Uh, 33. That's fine. All right. And so he does. He flops off the edge of the porch. And, uh, and uh, I, I tell everyone, uh, well, be careful. There's, uh, there's a, there was a snake out here. And <laughs> for all we know, there might be more. So watch where you step. All right. Have your guns ready if you need them. I'll just use Mr. Phil as a, a biting shield. If those snakes come at me, they'll just, uh, I'll just swing, <laughs> swing them right in front. A biting shield. <laughs> all right. Okay, y'all, and y'all are headed over to Potter's. So, uh, Scone House, you get a knock at your front door. I assume y'all aren't stopping anywhere. No. Okay. Well, uh, I assuming I'm already awake, I can be right there at the door. Otherwise, uh, it takes me a couple minutes to get downstairs. By the way, how's Casper? Is he still with us? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I presumably would have checked on him first thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, He seems to be holding steady. No real change. Okay. Okay. Come in. Come in. So I bring bring Phil Phil in, but I say, Miss Florence, is this fellow fellow welcome in your place? He seems to be almost dead. He ain't talking or moving. Well, maybe we could put him in the storage room. Start a collection. Of <laughs> I'd rather people. have him. No, but Miss Flores, I don't. I don't want you to be uh, frightened. I, I, I have no fear that he's actually dead. But uh, I mean, we made him. I swear, we made him as comfortable as possible. Uh, so you know, nothing happened think, to him. Uh, the night, but th- this is an unusual. <laughs> Maybe uh, I'm not worried about him in the way you think I'm worried about him. I'm worried about him oh. in the sense that he drank my blood. Oh, okay. and I don't know if I want him in my house. Oh, fair enough. That is fair enough. So, we, uh, well, do you have we a shed put him on the porch and put some snake bait on him? I mean, I do have I do have my storage room. We could lock him in there. Okay, well, let's do that. I'll carry but, him on uh, over. I was gonna say we'll put him in the storage room. You got a lock I on the outside uh, of it. We'll do that. Anything inside that storage room you don't want him to have? I mean, 
there's a whole lot of stuff in that storage room. Any, All sorts of Are there tools. any any people oh, in there yeah. that you're a, attached no, to? Do you have a base? No people. Okay, then. I do. Should be fine. I do. <laughs> well, maybe we, maybe we should hey, we, we can just snug him up a little bit with these here ropes, and uh, he won't be touching any of the things in that there storage room. Well, yeah. and, and we have to figure out what on earth is wrong with him, because uh, this ain't a, a natural stupor that he's in. I mean, to be fair, you said he had a pretty unnatural experience yesterday. Yeah, yeah which he clearly bald-faced lied about. Remember, he said, oh, I went in there and I saw a moonbeam and a rainbow and I done come out and all was well, I did die. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, we don't know what really happened to him in there. But well, I, we'll put him in here for now. He's, I mean, okay. give him, you know, I, I guess. Mr. Bo, when you said he went into something, what, what did he go into? Well, remember, I tried to describe it to y'all, uh, people that hadn't seen it. It's uh, actually me and Harold tried, where we were talking like it was, uh, you know, like a mirror, except instead of glass, there was uh, uh, green light in there hmm. and you could step into it uh, but when you stepped into it you weren't here no more if mm. that makes sense so where, you step where, through i don't it. understand where'd you go well yeah, i didn't we're a little go. unsure I, I, of was, that. I was gonna go but uh phil was bound and determined that he was going to be the one to go in i was thinking you'd step in and you'd be in 1941 like that feller that uh, says he stepped out from there but yeah phil uh, went in i had a rope around him and i was feeding the rope in and uh, then all, all of a sudden the uh uh the rope came back and they're uh is that true keeper <laughs> i don't know if no, the rope i thought the rope, i thought the rope slid through his hands oh yeah, yeah and it yeah. like sort of gave yeah. Rope oh yeah yeah yes in fact well we should remember your hands are hands pretty are all, torn up right now oh, yeah. yeah yeah so i was holding onto that rope and all of a sudden it's like uh a whale done took off and uh, tore that rope right through my hands. You see, they're all burned, rope burned up there. And I thought, oh, shit, Phil is done for. And then uh, a few minutes later, he spit out like a, like a calf being born out of a fresh born out of a cow, all curled up and twitching. <laughs> so something weird must have gone on there. Indeed. Oh, you Indeed. said he gained that neck injury, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. That wound. A, yep. He had a wound oh, on yeah. his neck as well. And I so the fact, okay the fact that he's trying to conceal what actually happened to him gives me a bit of concern as well. The last time I saw Philip, I mean, he's a bit of a weird fellow, but all in all, he was pretty good. And it sounds like he came out and he just wasn't right in the head anymore. And that's what I worry about. Remember old Quentin? Where, uh, I mean, Quentin came back to normal, but there was that period of time where he says that Quentin pointed his gun at my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yep. See, so you can be, if this thing touches your mind, you can be a danger to folks. Mm -hmm. To me. Well, Ooh, I'll, he pointed oh, his gun at my head and I, there's I, the blood oh, drinking. I and... Oh, yes. That's I see why true. you would be gun shy with, Ooh, yeah. uh, hey, with, with Phil. Yeah. It's a bit of a recurring theme here. <laughs> yeah, both of them were, were directed at you. Oh, oh, and also the I just this just occurred to me. The necklace. Maybe that's why you're being targeted. There's got to be something oh, yeah. key about this necklace uh, you know, coming through the port back through the portal that might be your necklace. 
and, and you know, there's that also... there's that little part that the that the guy over here on the floor we suspect is related to you. There seems yeah. to be quite a bit centered around around you there, Florence. Well, yes, that's true. And speaking of which, I have to tell you, I was thinking last night that I might need to go see Sage because I do not trust Dr. Wellington and I do not trust Philip. But if the only way to wake this man is with a blood transfusion. Don't do it. I'm just saying it doesn't end well. Look here. (laughs) As I said, I don't trust Dr. Did I say the wrong well, name? Well, maybe Wellington. Yeah, Red. Well, you got it. Yeah. You know, he's a he's a medicine doctor. Well, he's like a, a official doctor, so of course he's gonna think you know transfusion and all whatnot. But Sage, I mean, uh, the, uh, the the people that I lived with, uh, there was all sorts of medicine that didn't involve you know sticking veins and draining blood out of people. You know, med- med- medicine men being able to do all sorts of healing. Well, we should talk to her regardless because I need answers. Oh no, but that's what I thought. Isn't she like a, a she wise, is more wise woman? Holistic. Yeah, more of a wise woman. Yeah, yeah natural. But yep. I mean, but she might know how to do whatever needs to be done. Yeah. So even if it does mean putting myself at risk. Well, no, I, yeah, we'll I think we'd, we'd go with we'll we'd go with you. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I think that it, any course of treatment that uh, Philip recommended while he was in that state, we might want to think twice about that. You know, we might want to get a second opinion there. That's what, fair. What with all the people eating and blood drinking thing. That is fair. That yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't trust yes, him. I just, I'm no know, expert. He was you know? trying to get his next meal. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. There's just no way to know if he was just trying to get his next meal, eh, Harold? Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you. All. No, I, we I better don't get think a we second should. opinion, and maybe even a third opinion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the opinions we can get. Well, we'll definitely talk opinion. to Sage then. Okay. Well, I'll stay here and I'll watch these two fellers because you don't need to be carrying him to her when you can bring her to him, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He should definitely. So I mean, he I'll hasn't changed. He yep. seems to be stable, but uh, but I don't, again, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if all of a sudden, you know, if we step out, these fellers are going to jump up and start some sort of dancing in cahoots with whatever evil energy they got in them. But I'll be here to put them back down should that happen. Okay, <laughs> so uh, Bo, I, I think that's a great idea, but please do everything you can not to kill Philip. Oh, I have no problem with Philip. Okay. It seemed like you really wanted to kill him last <laughs> night, and I just want to make sure. Yeah, <laughs> I had no problem with Philip up until the time when he stuck his fingers down his throat and projectile vomited on me. Yeah, that, now, that was... I have I have encountered uh, men throwing a, a beer in another man's face in a saloon, and the man who done the throwing didn't walk out of that saloon. So you can imagine having someone throw puke in your face, how that might rankle you a little bit. A little bit. But I, I'll, yep. I'll, I'm not a hothead. I, you know, I've settled down now. Okay. I, I think for what it's worth, if I was here when he did that, I'd have put a bullet in him. 
Well, thank you, Yakra. I'd have put a motherfucking bullet in you. <laughs> you showed all the self-control in the world. Rick, wherever we are, you are, we hope you're having a wonderful evening. <laughs> and we hope you're deeply appreciative that Yakra wasn't there. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it, just a, an out-of-game thing. Did anyone happen to see what happened behind me there a few minutes ago? Yes, I saw someone walk by. Yeah, so I I've got both headphones on, and you guys are talking about. I didn't hear that. I saw it behind me. Oh, <laughs> I just oh, randomly wow. on camera saw something <laughs> move behind me. <laughs> that's scary. And that's when I told you were there. I just saw your. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> yes, and for the folks at home, that's my wife, whose desk is right behind mine. <laughs> Okay. And that's her axe. <laughs> so, <laughs> my so wife Bo's... doesn't move a lot. Oh, <clears throat> she has a very oh, nice mask, though. Yeah, yeah, but it was really creepy when the time the one time she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. So, uh, so if gonna... I go get Sage, and Bo is staying here, do you want to just split up? Yeah, Two I mean, groups, we're not gonna, we're gonna yeah, that works really well for us most times. <laughs> I mean, it's only going to take like five minutes. She's just on the other end of town. Nothing could happen. Maybe what? five there, five back. I'm well, certainly yeah, coming with Harold you. And I That's what Doc Red you. said about yeah, it'd be nice if, uh, It would be nice if someone went with you. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. Harold and I. There's all sorts mm-hmm. of, yeah, there's all sorts oh, of pets out there. Oak tree with Miss Florence. Oh, there you go. Of course, Oak Tree. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I would appreciate that. Oh, Oak Tree, before you go. Uh, yes, yes, Mr. Bo. It, it turns out I'm the uh, the only law in town now. I was duly deputized by uh, Mr. Quentin, who uh, took over as sheriff after the uh, after we found out that the sheriff was uh, a wanted criminal. Uh, and <laughs> after we killed him. No, this is before we killed him. We, we we took it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Remember, he was that's he right. Was he, hiding out at Gerald's place. He did take a runner Wait, before then. You killed the sheriff. He started shooting first. To be fair, quite, he shot. There Quentin. is so much I don't know. Wait, who actually shot him? Uh, Quentin. Phil. Uh, Quentin got no, shot Quentin. in his shoulder. Yeah, and then right, took a right, shot right. at the window and rolled really well and splattered them all over. Oh, yeah. And you were trying to talk to him, right? Sheriff. Initially, uh, you were trying to yeah. talk Yeah, well, they definitely they shot ones. first. Oh, they, yeah. yeah, they definitely shot first. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the only law in town, and uh, you have shown yourself to be uh, a very upstanding. Yes, I know. I know. I know I wasn't duly elected. Yeah, I'm sure yes. the mayor is going to approve of this. No, no, I just want to back up here a second. They shot first because y'all left Gerald Morrison's body as a <laughs> pile of like broken bone out the side of the neck, mess of a corpse. But they, the they, they, they had no way of knowing that that was us. <laughs> that there's no way they knew that was us. <laughs> We were just trying, we just showed up and we're trying to talk to him and they decided to start shooting at us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we were just, just defending ourselves. Magically started shooting. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Oak Tree, if, uh, if, if you would take the role as um, 
my deputy, I would greatly appreciate having a man of, of both your stature and uh, imposing strength to uh, stand beside me should we run into trouble. Well, uh, Mr. Bo, I'm, I'm happy to do that, but I have to tell you sometimes, sometimes you, I found I have to break the law to do the right thing. Sometimes the right thing um, is, is a path that just does kind of go straight and sometimes the law is all curvy and I don't understand it. So I just kind of do the right thing. And if that helps you, I'll be happy to do it. But sometimes uh, people don't do the right thing out there. Uh, they deserve a good whooping. Yeah, well, you know, uh, sometimes a badge is just a tool, not so much an obligation to uphold every single law of the land. Well, Mr. Bo, I'm not sure I understand all that, but. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going I'm to go up to Oak Tree and say, hey, hey, you big genius. You remember the last the last sheriff was a criminal. You're a you're an improvement like nothing in the world. <laughs> I'll be I'll be happy to have, help uh, uh, my new friends here, Mr. Bo. You're one of them, so I'll be I'll put on that badge and do what what I need to do to help you out. Yeah. Well, if you ever get to a point where uh, you know it feels ways too heavy on you, you just toss it aside. No hard feelings. I'll appreciate, it, Mr. Bo. You're you seem like a real fair. Real fair man, and you're a good thinker. I can well, thank that. you. Thank you. Yeah, he's a peach. That. All right, come on, Florence. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just one more thing, though. That talk of badges and missing law enforcement made me think of the newspaper, and the newspaper made me think of that article about Lana Jenkins, and we should really check on her. Oh no, thank I you. I don't know what's happening with her. No, no, thank you. I, I don't. I don't think that's a good idea at all. She's got she's got the plague. She's catchy. We don't go want to go catching that. Who's this Miss Who's this Miss Lana Jenkins who needs some help? I, I'll be. She's just she's this lady in town, and I mean I've known her for a few years. Florence wasn't around for the flying creatures and stolen children scene, so she doesn't know. They were terrible, and she lost. It was her, in the paper though. Maybe Florence right, would have right. read that. No, so I mean I know it happened, but I don't. Does oh, okay. Florence know there's a plague? Like, mm. would I immediately think stay away from this woman or help this woman? So this, uh, make an intelligence roll. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I guess it did say the wasting is back, but yeah. I don't know how much I know about the, right. the first wasting. Was it within six years? Yeah, it, it is. Let me make your intelligence roll and I'll tell you what kind of connections your character makes about it. Um, I got a hard success. Okay, so uh, basically, what what happened is the the town's been under these attacks by these winged beasts pretty consistently, right? <clears throat> and after one of them, it led to this kind of outbreak of people shriveling up and dying. It oh. wasn't it wasn't huge, but it probably affected about ten or fifteen people. Uh, it, it of course, you know led to all kinds of rumors about the plague being in town and disease spreading. And uh, you and Sujo uh, talked about it. And Sujo. Yeah. It's a, no, but Sage is her nickname. You're right. So okay. uh, but you and Sage talked about it. And you and Sage were pretty convinced that this was an ailment brought about by those who made contact with the beasts. However, the, the town was convinced that it was an outbreak of disease. And so the, the, there's, there's fear, right, that this wasting disease is contagious, uh, even though 
your characters would would be pretty convinced that this is more of something that happens when you make physical contact with these beasts. In that case, I'm standing by what I said. We have to go check on poor Lana. Let's, uh, let's not split our focus, though. I think we should. I mean, today, on... you know, I mean, first I need to talk to Sage and try to keep this man alive. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just I'm just worried about her. She lost her son and now she's ill. So later on this morning, so, uh, you know, oh, so maybe, maybe January, February time frame. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> okay. Happy Valentine's Day, Lana Jenkins. <laughs> Have you wasted yet? <laughs> okay, well, so good. shall we? Oak Tree, you were going to come along? Yes, ma'am. We, let's, yeah. let's go down and uh, to these folk you got to see, and I'll be happy to go with you. Okay. Great. Uh, so yeah, I think... There's a three of us going. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, but uh, I, I can stay with Yocker, both. Yocker and Harold, you wanted to talk about the, the arm thing. So we, we, you know, if you want to do that while I'm watching the other fellas, we can have like. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I, I can stay with Bo and um, start working on uh, schematics for Yocker's arm. Yeah. Do you really think Yocker is going to live long enough for you to build this arm? I don't know. <laughs> totally. I, I would love to see it. I think it would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, the reward is in the craftsmanship, not necessarily, is... right. you know. I mean, I'm already picturing like a Thanos glove and, uh, you know, little Lomava crystals in there. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already picturing his funeral where... <laughs> Uncle Jeb goes to put the lid on and 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 Harold comes running from the background holding it up saying, wait, wait, it's done. It should go with him. I, I got to say the keeper is an angry, bitter man. <laughs> angry, bitter man. Or he just has a vivid imagination. <laughs> I want my arm. So uh, Florence and Oak Tree, it's uh, Sage is she's kind of quiet and reserved and isn't really sought out by the town. Most people as evidenced by the missing appendages across town, uh, seek out doc red. So, uh, it, it'd be about an hour's walk for y'all to, to get to his, her place. Oh, or I was so wrong. If, <laughs> if you wanted a, if you wanted, uh, if you wanted to take horses, you know, you could probably be there. If you were taking your time, right? If you were just walking, but uh, you, okay, you, there'd be several well, ways you. Uh, could we've got all our ahead. horses out there. You're welcome. Welcome. Well, to uh, I, I, said, um, I, I appreciate the uh, the horse talk and all that, but uh, I, I, I don't I don't ride horses, and uh, they don't seem to like me so much. So uh, I'm gonna just uh, uh, do some walking. Well, that's all right. I myself, I actually don't have a horse. I just borrow or rent one when I need it. So oh, you can also rent a, uh, uh, a buckboard. No, a buckboard. Those little uh, one horse wagons. Mm -hmm. We'll just uh, walk with purpose. Okay. <laughs> I, so just to meta a little bit, you could leave Oak Tree instead of me and um, we could ride. Although Yocker, one arm riding? Leave oh yeah, oak tree instead of you. Well, no, leave oak Wait. tree. I'll come. So swap, oh. swap me an oak tree. Sorry, yeah, English hard B. <laughs> um, so swap me an oak tree. I go with you guys, um, and we all ride. It is up to you. I just want to get moving. Yeah. Whoever wants to come, come. 
I appreciate having the company. Yeah, I just think we, you know, quicker trip is better. Especially if you have to like run away from something on the way. Mm -hmm. So Harold is an imposing force to be reckoned with. (laughs) Do we need an imposing force to talk to the shamani lady? I expect no trouble on this trip. (laughs) Yeah, how's that worked out for you? I mean, I'm still alive. Yeah, you did promise it'd be five minutes there, five minutes back. I just assumed she lived in town. I didn't know. There was nothing on the map that said Sage House. It's true. That's that a keeper problem. Been a clue. Oh, All right, wow. So... <laughs> All wow. right. Florence and Harold and Yocker. Sure. Yeah. Hop on horses. Uh... Are... Okay. So am I borrowing Bo's horse then? Yeah. Because oh, I think yeah, it's just the three extra... horses. We've got a couple extra. Horses. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Oh, yeah. Phil's got a... All right, so yep. y'all head out. Y'all, okay. y'all r- ride out of town and uh, keep it at a pretty quick clip and you'll be at Sage's within about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, Bo and Oak Tree, what are y'all up to? Uh, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just uh, watching over uh, uh, Fruit Pie the Magician, making sure he doesn't rouse or or if he does rouse, there's someone here who can talk to him. And I'm uh, making sure that I don't hear kicking and smashing of glassware from where we got Phil locked up. Okay. All right. And, uh, and Oak Tree seems like a man of few words. Uh, if he wants to talk, I'm more than happy to listen. Actually, it'd be a perfect opportunity for him to sleep since he didn't sleep last night. Oh, that's true. All right. He also strikes me as a man who doesn't need much sleep. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he kind of stays awake at night when he's in the woods on his own, even traveling. Yeah, well, we're both uh, woodsmen. We got that in common. I was a, I grew up a trapper with my dad and my, my sister. Uh, Oak Tree, uh, he grew up in Pennsylvania in the farm. So he's got mm. farming in him, but he headed west and just keeps wandering wherever he needs to be, where people need him. Well, it was. Go ahead, Bo. Uh, I was going to say it was vengeance, bloody vengeance, that brought me here, but I, I thought the better of it. Maybe I'll keep that to myself. <laughs> Maybe save that for Maybe the second you day can, you know him. you can just bond with Oak Tree while we're gone. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, life in the woods. All right. Traveling, so- wandering from place to place. Okay, so y'all hit the north edge of town on your horses and you head east and uh, pretty quickly arrive at Sage's place. And uh, it's, it's, it's kind of, I mean, you're, you're still, there's just like fewer and fewer buildings out towards where she is. She's not kind of out alone by any stretch, but definitely, you know, there's nothing within... Mm, you know, a five, six acre stretch from her house. Uh, so she's kind of out there, but it's not like, it's not like riding through the empty lands for hours. All right. So, and... um, so screaming distance or blowing it up distance without people noticing. Neither. I have Gunshot six acres distance. and you can't, you can't <laughs> scream or blow anything up without my neighbors hearing. Okay. 
your neighbor's hearing. Oh, I said I have six it. acres. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about right. Yeah. Like isolated enough. Okay. But from one so, end of your property to the other? I can hear the neighbor's dogs. Sound carries in the country. Okay. Yeah. All right. So don't blow it up is what you're saying. Got I'm it. saying. Heard. For so many reasons, do not <laughs> blow up Sage's house. Or <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. Blow it up quietly. Do not blow up Sage's house. Okay. I, for the record, I didn't blow up the other one. That's good, Harold. I did partake in the blowing up of it, but yeah, the person, yeah, the person who actually blew it up, of course, uh, was. Uh, why can't I think of his fucking Phil? Phil. Oh, oh my you God. blew it up! You did no. the final dynamite. No, it was Phil. Phil began the process, and Bo finished it. That's oh. the story Florence heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you left the dynamite in the basement. Yeah, you're the one who rolled it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant who blew up the house initially. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Initially, I'm just it was saying, like, Phil started it, but yeah, someone had I, finished oh, yes. it. I used his dynamite to, yes, to make sure that the uh, tunnels sure. had collapsed. Mm -hmm. Phil was too busy munching on Casper to blow up the house the <laughs> second time. Phil was not. Munching on Casper. Get was, your names right. He, <laughs> Phil, Phil was munching on Casper. He was taking yeah. a slice of deli. Oh, he was debriding yeah, the he, wound mm, and eating. Not no, during that, the, that happened in, in Florence's <laughs> house. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. yeah. He was doing something, though, with one of the bodies while... That was Gerald. He, while he Bo was blowing up. Yeah, he was... He was uh, I'm yeah. just saying, when you guys got me... To play this game, you never told me about the cannibalism. Like, that, well, that's that's, no. that's that was yeah. a personal choice. Yeah, that 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 just happened on its own. Oh, it's disgusting. But no, while the house was being blown up, as far as I know, Philip was honestly trying to keep Casper alive because nope. he already shot him in the back. Mm -hmm. And there was a disclaimer. Scott, I mean, I know it's hard to piece together in the beginning of the episode, but what I'm saying at the beginning of the episode is that but some you of didn't the material say cannibalism. Can I just read you something from my backstory? Yeah. <laughs> oh God! It, it Speaking was, of no, cannibalism, it was supposed to. I was going to introduce it subtly in an emotional way, but now I can't. Um, let's see. My sister and I were attacked and left for dead. Uh, after a long recovery, my sister and I made our way from Denver to Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, and along the trail, we witnessed the horrors of cannibalism on the Starvation Trail. And uh, what that was uh, historically was um, there was another gold rush, and uh, people loaded all of their uh, wagons with all the tents and tools and crap that they would need, and they took off. They had no sense of how the uh, seasons played out. They didn't pack enough food. Mm. And so people were just starving on the side of the road. So I was go they were going that way. Me and my sister were going the other way. We would have seen half-eaten bodies and people mm. shriveled up. And so I was going to, there was going to be cannibalism one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The 1800s bodies uh, are meat yeah. so speaking of of cannibalism um <laughs> another like out of game 
note. Uh, I, I was just looking at a disc golf thing today, and uh, there was a gift guide Whoa, for I disc golfers. Yeah, no, this is amazing. It too? was it was such it was such a weird coincidence. So the, it was a disc golf gift guide. And one of them was, um, you know, the last one was like the really expensive one. It was, you know, give somebody their bucket list trip. And it, the link that they provided in the thing was to the Donner Ski Ranch <laughs> in California. Apparently there's a great disc golf course. <laughs> did, oh, no. Did, did you I got to send this to Rick. <laughs> oh, no. Hopefully Were you like, is there a vegan show, option? I won't take it. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Oh. Like we'd like you to come stay out here. It's like no, no, thank you. Right, but of all the places in the world that they picked, it's Donner. <laughs> no, thank you. Wow, I could see you, you throw a disc off and it goes into some bushes and you're looking for it. And you also you look up and there's these eyes and both, <laughs> right. both looking at you. You throw you threw your disc into the wrong bushes. You can hear, you can hear somebody sharpen a knife. <laughs> this one's injured. Get him! It's and setting, this begins the hills have them. eyes for. Yeah. You hear dishes clanking in the bushes. <laughs> All right. Okay. So y'all have pulled up in front of Sujo's or in Sage's house, and uh, there's a little like kind of smoke coming out of the chimney and. Uh, the air around her house, just in general, smells more herby, right? It has like a um, a nice scent <coughs> to it. Sort of a little it's skunky my, smell. It's my kind of place. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there is a skunk right outside this house right now, and oh it, no, it, like the skunk smell oozes into the basement enough that every time I walk down here, I'm like, who's <laughs> 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 smoking? So. All right. So I will knock on Sage's door. Okay. And you hear uh, her her normal kind of meek, uh, not meek, standoffish, maybe very calm. Um, and who is there? It's Florence, Sage. Oh, Florence! What wonderful! And uh, I have Harold with and Harold I have Harold with me and Yocker. <laughs> and and she Be opens warned. the door and uh, holds her surprise pretty well. Uh, but seeing Yocker, she she looks at both of you and says or all the three of you and says, oh, oh there, there must have been trouble recently. Good, good morning. It's, good morning there, Sage. Good to see you. Yeah, Harold, it's wonderful to see you. It's been a couple I say, uh, of... I'd, I'd wave, but I'm missing an arm. Well, I, I see you have a sense of humor about the situation then. Sage, it has been a couple of very strange <gasps> days since I oh, saw well, you last. Well, please come in, Florence. Well, I'd love to, but we're not going to stay long, and we will walk inside. Um, okay. And as but, you, you step inside, I mean, she has jars of herbs everywhere and, like, tinctures that she's making. Uh, there's a, a kind of a wood-burning cast iron stove in the back that um, she's not using for heat. Uh, she's using it to boil different things, and there, there's a mixture of 
smells in the air some kind of like sting the nostrils and then you'll get tones of sweetness and uh and then on the other side of course just all these books right she's been seeing mm -hmm. you for the last six years asking for different uh texts and um and then other things that uh some objects that seem more spiritual and like uh, in terms of like feathers and rocks and other things that uh, you you may not as easily kind of connect what their use would be. I feel like I can see and smell this place. That was great. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's peaceful here. Anyway, so don't blow it up, you assholes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Phil's not here. She's fine. So back to it. Uh, so Florence says, "Let me get right down to it, Sage. I need your help." Uh, I need your help in a medical capacity. There is a man back at my shop who is unconscious. And you know, I just have no knowledge in this area. And I would love it if you could try to help him. Oh, well, for you, anything, Florence. Uh, hold on. Uh, what? How is he injured? So he was shot. Okay. And... Um, I think that that was his only injury. I wasn't there when it happened. Uh, Harold and Yacker, maybe since you're here, you can help me explain anything that might help Sage. I just know that he was shot. And then later, our friend Philip, who also has a medical, medical background, tried to, I don't know what he was doing. He said he was debriding. Yeah, he was He was cleaning out the, the, uh, the flesh that had died. Um you know, getting rid of the, the rot, as it were. Um, and when was he how, shot? Uh, that'd be how yesterday. How long has this been? Okay. Uh, let me gather a few things, and then uh, I will uh, I, I will meet you at your place. I'll be there right behind you, unless you want me to follow you. Whatever's best for you. We do have a few horses here. Yeah, we can. Of course, you, can you probably you have your own. Us. We can help yeah. you carry stuff. Uh, and, and, of course, we can pay you for your time and your supplies. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, here, let me give you a hand. Yeah, but only one. Uh, <laughs> uh, she says, uh, oh, okay. And she says, uh, but I, I have to warn you, Florence, depending on the extent of his injuries, he, he may have to come back here for treatment. Whatever you think is best. I'd just rather not take him to red, you okay. know. And so uh, she, 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 goes into kind of her kitchen and into one of the cabinets near the stove and she grabs a, essentially kind of like a leather backpack and she hands that to you, Harold. Okay. And she says, Harold, you take this for me. And uh, Florence, I, I need you to take this. And she goes, I need you to hold it very carefully. And uh, it's a it's a bottle with a a glass dropper, but not like a squeeze dropper, right? It's um, it's just a a solid glass kind you of. Just put it in and plug the end and stopper. No, 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 no. It's not oh. not hollow. It's solid. Oh. And and then okay. uh, and it has some liquid in it. And uh, she says she looks at Yaker and she goes, I, "I appreciate your offer, Yaker, but I'm I'm thinking you probably need what you have to ride with," and. Then uh, she uh, 
um, she goes out the back of the house and she says, y'all start writing and I'll catch up. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. We'll see you back at Potter's place. And so, uh, and sure enough, y'all, uh, what do y'all do? Yeah, if you want, I'd like to get first, on then. my horse mm -hmm. and okay. go. Okay. And so y'all start riding and pretty soon as you look behind you, right? Uh, you see her and she's catching up to you very quickly uh, and riding bareback. Um, okay. No, Hippie. no saddle on her Ooh, horse. Yeah. Professional. Yeah. All right. Just a good place to take great, a break. Great. Oh, okay. yeah. That thing. Okay. Great. Then we'll uh, take five, ten minutes and see everybody on the other side. Okay. We're back from break. Michael, it's all yours. All right. So y'all are all riding back from Sage's and Oak Tree and Bo. Do y'all have anything to report from your heartwarming conversation about growing up as farm boys? Uh, no, we're just snuggled in each other's arms. Okay. He's Nothing rocking to see me, here. rocking me gently like a like a little baby. I know. Uh, did anything? Gently. Did anything happen? Did anyone wake up or anything while they were gone? Uh, no, I did. A I'm sure. I'm sure. To... Phil is probably out for another. I don't know. Uh, session. I would think for the remainder of this session. I mean, you know, if you want to kick him a little bit or throw ah. some cold water on him, you're welcome to, but I don't, okay. I don't think he's going to be moving too much. Okay. Then, uh, no, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. And uh, nothing from nothing from your buddy over there. And are y'all just, y'all are heading straight back to Potter's, right, Florence? Straight back. No okay. detours. All right. So uh, y'all arrived there uneventfully and uh, you just kind of in awe. I mean, you, you you three, of course, are not unaccustomed to amazing horsemanship uh, given this time period. But there's something about the way that Sage effortlessly like kind of glides off her horse and just seems to be able to communicate with her horse in in an amazing way and doesn't even tie it up uh, when she arrives in front of Potter's place. Mm -hmm. So, um, you're right. And she says, uh, uh, Florence, do you want me to just go on in? Let's go in together. I'll lead her in. Okay. Assuming she waits for me to tie up my horse. <laughs> <laughs> she will okay okay so here we are uh, i know the accommodations aren't great but he's right here on the ground oh and do you know Bo? and i'm sure you don't know oak tree does she know you Bo? uh it's hard i don't think so no because i think she came into the bookstore early mm -hmm. on in an episode yeah didn't... yeah 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 okay yeah, Man. these are just some other friends that I've made. They've been, we've been kind of working together to fix some things around town. Oh, okay. Oh, my, you are a tall man. It's <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, ma'am. Always a pleasure to meet friends of friends. And, uh... And I'll set my shotgun against the wall. I don't need to be holding on to it when... She just gets a really quizzical look on her face, uh, and she's staring at the man on the floor and she says, I, 
I don't think I've ever seen clothes such as these. Uh, I, I just, did we leave him on the floor? Or didn't we put him someplace comfortable? No. Or did we no, put he's... stuff under him? You might I have put him on a. Bed we got roll. like a pallet or a yeah, yeah. but he's okay. still on the on the floor. Okay. On floor yeah. level. I don't think Potter's place had that many beds, right? Yeah, I just, just felt like one... we did some sort of accommodation for him. We no, got some just a straw man, blankets and things. I yeah. mean, okay. You yeah. made him comfortable, but right. okay. As much that, as that we could, better. Him on just the like floor on in the, the middle of the store. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. This man is a mystery, and that's all I'll say. And I assume we took the cape off him, or maybe we used that to cover him up. <laughs> yeah, cover him up with his own cape. I don't know. Uh, she. She looks at you when you say this man is a mystery, Florence, as if she knows you're holding back from her. And not in an accusatory way, just in a very questioning way that, uh, given Florence's demeanor, I'm guessing might eat at her a bit. Yeah. Right. And she just holds that for a second, and then she... She goes, well, uh, I, I will I will go tend to him now. She goes, Harold, did you bring my bag in? I Yeah, he did right here. Here you go. Okay. And she starts kind of undressing the, the wounds that uh, y'all, have, y'all have done for him. And she has a really... Not disgusted, but almost kind of surprised to look at, at the wound. Oh, are there teeth marks on him? <laughs> <laughs> and and she 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 says uh, to y'all in no particular direction, this man appears to have been shot in the back. Uh, yeah, yep, he sure was. Right right there in the shoulder from from the back. That's correct. Yep, the fellow that done it, we got him locked up in the, that room over there until we can <laughs> figure out what's going on in his head. But uh, you're safe amongst us. None of us uh, would do such a thing. Yes, but as I said, it's it has weirder been and weirder. <laughs> a very strange few days. I see. And she's she's kind of feeling on his forehead and... Uh, she rifles through her bag and she goes, this, this man is, is very ill, Florence. Um, he seems to be both without a considerable amount of blood and fighting infection. Uh, what can we do? Um, I, he's going to require around-the-clock care. I, I don't, I don't think that we're set up here to to do this. No, no, gonna have to go to Red for a transfusion. <laughs> don't do it. Pick, pick your favorite arm, Florence. Don't do it. No, no, no. Well, I would, lay it out for I me. Would never, what are the I options? Would, I would never advise anybody go to Red. Oh, of course, I. Look what happened to Yocker. Um, 
Yeah, you can't afford his payments. Too expensive. <laughs> uh, I can I can leave you. I can pack the wound with some some herbs to fight the infection and and leave you with some medicine to be administered to him. But really, he's going to require uh, compresses to keep the fever down, regular changes of this bandage, and uh, uh, I don't know how else to say it, but there, there, there is a, a darkness about this man, an unusual one, though, not one I've seen before. Hmm. And uh, I don't know what that's about. Can you give me any more details this sounds eerily familiar to something someone just said to me and i don't know what to make of it i i don't i don't know but only because he's your friend florence am i willing to treat him uh, if i encountered somebody like this I, I don't know that i would want his spirits near me uh, but just tell me sage do you see the same darkness around me why no, Florence? Thank you. Sorry, Rose just said something to me the other day that really threw me off. I assume she knows my relationship with my sister uh, and maybe even knows my sister. Florence, are you okay? I, I mean, it's been a really strange few days, but I let's focus on this man for now. And I would love to talk to you more later. Um, I really, I, to be able to, to adequately address his needs, I, I think we should take him back to my house. However, I, I also fear that that ride might more, do more damage for him than I can help restore. Uh, the yeah, options I, I want to step up real quick. And I want to say, uh, Here's the thing. I don't know that I want to send him to your house because we, from everything I'm hearing from Bo and, and Harold, we don't know this man. We, we don't know him well at all. And we don't know that if he comes to in your house, that he's not going to do you harm. Yep. And if you're seeing darkness in him, I don't want to send that darkness into your house. Oh, well, I, I do appreciate your honesty and, and rigor with me. Yaker, it's not a darkness in him. It's around him. Wherever he's come from, he's he's brought it with him. Uh, the man himself doesn't doesn't seem to hold it or harbor it. Um, Is there still, a way? Still, can... still, I agree with I agree with Yaker. I wouldn't. I, I was here keeping uh, guard over him. I wouldn't want to uh, send him to your place, uh, you know, and leave him there all all with you alone. Could we get enough supplies from your place to bring here and, and set up sort of a temporary spot? Would it be easier to move your stuff here than him to you? Um, make a persuade roll on that, Harold. And ease and darkness aside, I couldn't ask you to care for him round the clock. That would just be such an imposition. Well, I'm happy to help you, Florence. You're a friend. And I appreciate that. Can you just do me a favor while you're here, while you're here with him and with me? Do you see a resemblance between us? I'm sorry? Like a physical resemblance. I know I must sound crazy, 
I would never call you crazy, Florence. Uh, I did I, not I make my rule. Okay, I don't. I don't see it. Uh, to me, he just looks like the spitting image of Rose, who looks like me. Well, if he's been injured this long, he's been quite some time without water. I would imagine he's quite dehydrated and other things. Maybe he looked different when he first came to you than he does now. I don't know. I, I still, do I still see it? Keeper? Uh, yeah, I mean, once I would say once it kind of got embedded into yeah, your mind, yeah. sure. Yeah. You, you can't help but see it. Yeah. It's just uh, eerie. Okay. And uh, Harold, uh, I'm going to need quite a few things, so uh, you might as well take a couple of people with you. Okay. And uh, Florence, I assume you have some pen and paper that I can write with. Absolutely. Uh, I'll need to make Harold a list. Okie doke. Okay. So I'll okay. get her some paper and a pen. Should be handy. Okay. And uh, it takes her the better part of like 10 minutes of her pondering and writing and pondering and writing. And um, some of the, some of the words are just like, I mean, uh, you've never even, you've never even seen these words, right? You assume that there's some herb uh, when she hands you the list and uh, Harold, uh, they, they are alphabetized. I know some of these things might be unfamiliar to you, uh, but uh you know, uh, take what you can, and we yeah, might I, take several trips. I would just ask any clarifying questions, uh, you know, if I don't recognize the thing. Hey, what would this look like, and where sure. would I find it, yeah. and make some of my own notes on it? Right. Um, and, and then, uh, okay, so uh, Bo, Yocker, you two want to come with and, and help me bring this stuff back? I think we need to get Oak Tree in on this action. Well, Oak Tree doesn't ride horses, so uh, he, oh. he, he'd take an awful long time. Uh, so I, I think okay. maybe if the three of us go and bring an extra horse as a as a pack mule, sure, uh, we can load some stuff up. And he sure, could, let's go. He could stay stay here and help me with uh, move the patient. Yeah, okay. you okay with that, Oak I'm Tree? I'm sure. Absolutely. Oak Tree, if you wouldn't mind helping Miss Sage, you know, he seems to have some medical knowledge himself. He actually tried to help me here with Casper as much as he was able. Oh, and he helped change my, the bandage on my arm really good then. Yeah. I could fix a few things. Here. And he's a really good snuggler. <laughs> <laughs> Gives off a lot of heat, he does. Oak Tree. I feel snuggler. like we're going to have some Sage and Oak Tree fanfic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I, sh wow. I ship that. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> and what's Florence doing? Is she just writing it in the background? <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> okay. Taking Didn't think it that far through. <laughs> yep. Okay. And so what, what we'll do is I'll just kind of describe, because this will take better part of the day. Y'all are going to go to her house and uh, if there's anything y'all want to do there i'll let y'all in a second and um in the meantime oak tree you and sage are you're gonna kind of carefully move the body um florence she pretty much takes over your kitchen 
uh, asks for a lot of, kind of rags and boiling water. And she starts soaking some of the herbs she's brought with her. And not all of the smells, but uh, some of the sharper smells uh, from her house start to kind of fill the air of Potter's place. Uh, it becomes quite humid and warm in there from all the boiling water going on. And she has you uh, holding him uh, oak tree and dripping uh, water down his mouth. And there's kind of a lot of cleansing and herb packing going on. And um, we'll, we'll, that'll take the better part of half the day. But Rick, Rick's uh, going to love this. Yeah. Getting them all seasoned up. <laughs> it's turkey by sage. All right. Oh, you mean the herbs and stuff? <laughs> yeah. No, right. no, I meant I meant um, Rick, the player, is going to love this. Uh, how, oh yes. How this yeah. character, this this treatment yes, exactly. plan is going. Yeah. 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 Uh, especially over his the breeding and yep, everything exactly. else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Harold, you're going to, you and Jocker and Bo are going to arrive at her house. And as you go through the jars, you're, you're pulling everything from what looks like dried funguses to pieces of bark. And she's kind of specified um, what you can pack together in her notes. And uh, you follow all of that pretty clearly. Uh, is there I'm anything? Just, uh, yeah, I'm just going to get a little nosy and see if uh, she has any Lamava. See if she's part of the Lamava Club. Oh, okay. Oh, was that vial full of liquid purple liquid? She gave was, me a vial. It was not. It was like a deep, deep black. Oh, okay. Mm. Interesting. Like inky, inky black. Has that come into play yet in the ministrations? Uh, in in fact, it it will um, kind of after she does all of the dressing and after Oak Tree's kind of been dabbing water, it will. But I'll let them be okay. a little bit nosy sure, sure. first. Yeah. So I'm looking for purple pellets. Okay. I'm just sort of looking around, not not really snooping, but more um, just interested. Um, okay. you know, not, not taking a ton of time, but just sort of interested in, in the whole scenario and just kind of looking around. Okay. She, she has a small, what appears to be, look like an altar. Um, it's got a, uh, pair of, um, found. Is, is there antlers. any strange writing around the altar? <laughs> I'm just a bit paranoid now. Yeah. No, this, this <laughs> one away. No strange writing. It does have like a little, looks like maybe burned offering of some sort in the middle, but nothing like uh, meaty or cannibalistic, just, uh, <laughs> you know, some sort of herbs that were burned. Keep coming back uh, to that. Yep. And, uh, you know, there's uh, some weavings and tapestries about, but nothing that would, nothing that would strike an ominous note with you. And Bo. Uh, anything, anything in, uh, Having been with uh, the, uh, the native folks for many, many months, is uh, there anything I'm seeing that would indicate a, uh, a native heritage uh, in her background? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and in fact, you and this will this will resonate with your backstory. Uh, you you 
recognize her as, or you recognize these artifacts as being traditional Arapaho artifacts. Oh my God, the Arapaho people are the, yeah. the folks that uh, took care of me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, she's, uh, uh, our fellow's uh, definitely in, in good hands. The, uh, the people uh, nursed me back to health and I was uh, not only one foot in the grave, I was two feet and an arm in the grave. So that was miraculous that they were able to bring me back. So I, I have, I have so, a great degree of confidence in uh, Sage. You, you suddenly, because of this, become a little less nosy and more reverent yes. For, yes. Yeah, for her place. Okay. Cool. Excellent. Then we'll just gather everything up, get it okay. all loaded up as carefully as we can, as thoroughly okay. as we can, head okay. back. And I just want to ask about one more thing before they get back. Could, in all of the ministrating, uh, could I take, could Florence take the opportunity to talk to Sage about what happened with Rose? It seemed a little much to do with everyone around, but they are friends and that sort of talk of darkness and mysticism would be something that Sage maybe could speak to, give advice about. Sure. And at this point, she has a, a basically a small pot of of cooled herb water that she, mm -hmm. she made and she's um she has uh she's been like taking off his his top and um and his pants and she's she's using this to like rub this herb water over his body and she kind of senses you wanting to talk and she looks at you oak tree and she says um mr oak tree could you could you continue to, to wash him with this uh, solution very carefully? And she shows you how she wants you to do it. It's like a, it's not just kind of a sprinkling it on. She has like a very precise kind of pressure system that she wants you to use um, to rub the skin uh, with it. Absolutely, ma'am. I'll do just as you show me to do it to help this fellow. All right. I'll do that, and I'll watch her. Sorry, I had to take a juvenile giggle break. <clears throat> oh, I missed it. You're you're welcome to have juvenile giggles on yeah. the air. We we quite often have those. Yeah, I like juvenile giggles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you, you know, the the man is pretty pretty much kind of splayed out, and uh, oak trees. Oak trees washing him down, and Florence, uh, she looks at you. Uh, Florence, what's wrong? You want to step into the kitchen for a minute? Of course. And maybe, I do you want me to tell the whole story in game, or say that I told her what happened when I visited Rose? Yeah, yeah you can. And just then tell just her. ask. Okay, great. And then I just ask. I don't know what to make of this. Do you have any? Any insight? I've never, she's never been like this before, never this bad. Okay. And uh, would you, would you sit down, dear? Of course. And so she has you sit on the floor cross-legged and she says, uh, uh, close your eyes. And as you close your eyes, I assume you do. I do. Yeah. And as you do, uh, you feel her really like her hands are hot and uh you feel them kind of cover your face and her middle fingers um 
pulled down on your eyelids, not uncomfortably, just like so you couldn't really open them. And and you feel her thumbs reach around and like kind of hold the back of your head. Um, and this this heat just really kind of pours down from your head into your body and make a pow roll. Okay. I always have to kill time while I find my sheet. The power roll is to see if she has the mental full fortitude to handle this. Hard success. Wow. Is that that's good, right? <laughs> I rolled a 25. Of course it is. Fine. <laughs> if y'all want the show to be boring, make your successes. <laughs> I mean, I can roll at disadvantage. <laughs> It was a pretty no. harrowing experience. Like you always seem so disappointed when things work out. It, I do. <laughs> All right. And uh, so you get really warm and, and tingly. And uh, Oak Tree, they're, they're kind of out of earshot, but they're not out of eye shot. Are you watching them? I'll take a glance over, but I'm really trying to pay attention to what... Uh... Miss Sage told me to do with the patient, but I'll glance over in case she's looking at me concerned. Uh, that's the only thing I would be doing. Okay. Uh, both their eyes are closed and you see Sage kneeling behind her and uh, kind of with the hands, as I've described, um, around her head. And uh, what catches your eye is that they're that way for quite a long time, right? Like probably maybe 10, 20 minutes. I mean, you don't have any oh, way to kind of wow. time it, but mm -hmm. it's significant. Uh, Florence, for you, it feels like feels like no time at all. And while that's happening, um, you, um, you, you feel like you're in conversation with um, Rose again. Right, and you're seeing Rose. Is there anything you want to ask her, or say well, to if, her, or say to her? Um, I just want to ask Rose. Do you still see the darkness around me? Florence, Florence, where are we? Well, Rose, I'm not quite sure. Yep, upside down. <laughs> there's there's darkness there's darkness everywhere but but around me remember you you didn't want me to touch you you said i had a darkness i can't see you though everything's dark right now oh dear this is worse is it is it the same darkness? Is it the the ominous, the evil, the? Tell me, has anything changed? I'm I'm not. Florence, come get me, Florence. I'm not. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. So, do I see her? No, you just hear her. I just hear her. Okay. You saw her for a second, and now all you do is hear. Ugh. her. Okay. Can I move? Uh, can I feel as if I'm moving? Can I try to follow her voice? Yeah, but my mind? sure. Yeah, you can. Okay. You want to try and move? Sure. Make a pal roll to move closer to her voice. Okay. 
uh, that's a failure. Okay. And you just feel, you feel restrained by the, by the kind of void that you're in. Like you're not in, I don't want to say you're in darkness because that feels ominous or misleading. Mm -hmm. uh, you just feel restrained by this void. Like you can't move your appendages. You can't get closer to the voice. Okay. Rose, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't help you. I can't get to you right now, but. No, Florence, you... come get me. <sighs> I, I can't, I can't, I'll try. I can try again. Okay. I'll try as hard as I can. Okay. I mean, another roll. Yeah, that's a push to roll. Just yeah. so you're aware. Yeah. Do I have to tell you what I roll? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's just what he wanted. Keep her dreams come true. Oh, God. I rolled a 100. <gasps> Not even in the 90s anymore. Wow. No, 90s. Oh. I'm going to roll. It cannot be a bad thing. No. It's totally fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be really good. Oh. I'm coming, Rose. I'm coming. <laughs> oh, Much boy, sooner than anticipated. <laughs> Rose, find someone else quick. Uh... Okay. Um, I, th I think Michael needs a moment alone. Right? Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Uh, it's okay. You can start playing Rose. The... Have her escape from the. Oh. Okay. So, Rose lets out this shrill scream. Okay. Um, that she's in absolute pain. But as she lets out this scream, you feel the pain in your body. Okay. And it feels like a stabbing in your abdomen. I mean, an incredibly painful, invasive stab. And um, like, like if you were getting injections or shots, it's so bad. Um, you start, you start vomiting and you thrash out of we just cleaned that. <laughs> <laughs> you you thrash out of uh, Sage's hands, and you you hear as you do. You hear Rose screaming, "Come get me! Come get me! Come get me!" And you end up on a ball in the floor. You're tingling. You're shaken. And uh, give me a sanity roll to see how bad it is. Uh huh. That's fine. I got nervous and dropped my die. <laughs> um, you ricked it. it. Oh, here it is. Okay. Okay. Here we go. You can it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. You can only stave fine. it off so long. Uh, I rolled a seventeen. That that's a that's a success. <laughs> okay. So For what it's worth. Yes. So in that case, you only lose four points of sanity. Oh, that's um, you're okay. you're laying on the floor shaking. Uh, oak tree. Mm -hmm. You've seen this, right? You've seen Florence lurch forth out of Sage's hands, kind of projectile vomiting in front of her. And then she's laying on the floor shaking and uh, I go right over to Miss Florence. She's more important than the man on the floor. I don't know. 
And okay. I'll go into that room past Miss Sage and uh, and just kind of sense if I can grab her. I need you to I need you to roll to see what you make of the situation. Is there any reason that you would not trust uh, Sage's actions? Uh, no. Did Florence I was say it's sort of like sort of like a dog thing? Like if uh, if Miss Florence trusted the Sage woman, I would trust her. So I kind of okay. Thing. And so okay. I go I go with that. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna roll. What am I rolling for? Um, you're you're okay then, as long as you think oh. your character wouldn't have any reason to be d distrustful. Um, well, I would have to say uh, Oak Tree would be very in tune, like more of an intuitive type thing, looking at body language of Sage and how they were interacting there for quite a time, and if it was all peaceful and everything, and then. Um, he, he, he would understand, uh, things and things getting into people's head and scaring them and causing stuff like that. So okay. if, if the character, if the sage character isn't freaking out or doing anything violent, then no. Yeah. Um, okay. Then, then roll for this roll a, sorry, I'm kind of moving away from the microphone here. Mm -hmm. What would, what would make sense here? You don't have psychology, right? That doesn't seem like a no but you know people we need like an intuitive role what's an yeah intuitive? yeah what do we hmm. what do we call that it's like in dnd where you have wisdom and you have intelligence where you can how's your how's your edu i'm just trying to figure out what makes sense oh my here. education is nightmare that's the thing he's completely uneducated he's got a 15 okay he and how's his intelligence then? One of these, I got to see what fits here. What does APP stand for? That's your appearance. Appearance. Oh. Um, he's got roll, a, roll against your appearance. Okay. <laughs> he's got an okay intelligence, uh, 40. He's got a fantastic pow. His pow is incredible. Okay. Let's use, let's use your intelligence then, because that would seem to kind of make sense. Okay. Not great. Yeah. We'll call it your emotional intelligence. Whoa, I made it by two points. I rolled a 38. Okay. Yeah. So what you what you see right in your your obvious concern for Florence and you're rushing over, uh, you see a very disconcerted look in Sage's face, which she quickly kind of tamps down. Mm -hmm. uh, but in that moment, uh, you see a very concerned look of surprise on her face. And then I turned to my, I was going to say, if I got that, I was, I'd, I'd turn to Miss Florence and, and grab her and turn her over so she doesn't choke or anything if she's vomiting. And then I turned to this Miss Sage and I said, ma'am, you know a lot more what's going on here. You're concerned about her, obviously. Something bad happened and you're working with her. And she nods at you. And she says some sort of living dream happened in her head, I'm thinking, and she saw something she didn't want to see. There are, there are darker spirits at work here, Oak Tree. She goes, we must, we must work to dispel some of them. Is it, the ma'am, I, I could I could feel it almost myself, and I said I will do what you need. Should I just hold her real tight? Maybe that will help her, or bring her somewhere where it's a little bit safer. You got some of your medicines. Okay, uh, 
She goes, we do, we do have another patient to care for at the moment uh, as well. But uh, I, I do believe that you're correct, that Florence is probably our priority. And uh, she hustles up and, and starts lighting some things around the room and waving smoke around uh, Florence. And <clears throat> she, she goes, I'm, I'm simply trying to clear her head, Oak Tree. Oh yes, so I go. I look at I look at Miss Florence, and I I had heard them talking about it. I didn't know what they were talking about, but she was talking about her pendant, which I know helped her get back, and that there was a matching one they were talking about. And seems there's something curious about it. And is she wearing that pendant at the moment? I don't believe she is. The last person who had the pendant was Harold. Okay, and and Harold inspected them. Yeah, that, it still correct? has a broken clasp, so I haven't been wearing it since it was torn off of me. And I don't have it on me because Harold was comparing them. So it's probably in the other room. Yeah. And just a side note, uh, Florence is not in this conversation because she's still basically just curled in a ball on the floor, shaking, maybe kind of hyperventilating and not able to communicate. So was the second, the secondary, the pendant from the, uh, the magician around, the, sec the other one, the, the matching one? They're both in the other room, in the outer outer room. We're in the kitchen. Right. They're both in the outer room. The pendants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The pendants. Okay. And I and I say so. I'm going to say something to Miss Sage. And I said, ma'am, there was this necklace that seemed to draw someone bad in. He tried to steal it from Miss Florence. That's when I met her. And then these folk, I don't know them so well, but they're real nice. That fellow over on the floor who come through some sort of wall. He had same pendant, and uh, there is same pendant, and I'm wondering if that made Miss Florence sick. Uh, those pendants, I think they're in the other room, and you seem like a wise woman who knows things. Maybe you should take a good look at them. Maybe there's some sort of some sort of thing that's not right about them. And oak tree is the kind of smoke envelops uh, Florence. She starts to relax. Like you can feel her relax in your arms. She's mm -hmm. certainly not as tense. Florence, if you want to make a pow roll as this goes on. It's that oak tree magic again. Once he mm -hmm. gets his arms around you. <laughs> I rolled a 90. Nice. I guess you're not coming to anytime soon. Uh, oak tree, <laughs> um, do you want to add a cuddle stat? To your, uh, <laughs> your healing, healing cuddle. I was going to say it's got to be healing cuddle. It's not just a standard cuddle. Part of first aid. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, Yakra can get a little bit and grow more of a stump. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to like what grows out of that stump if uh, <laughs> if I know my call of Cthulhu. Especially if you're cuddling oak tree. Oak tree, make a make a persuade roll on those necklaces. Wade? Yeah. Ooh, that's not so good. Uh, Oak Tree's all about intimidating people. <laughs> all right. Persuade, not so good. We'll just give it a roll. Uh, I don't think you want to intimidate the lady trying to help old Florence. Yeah, I, Oak Tree rolled an 84. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm concerned that everything else that I've sensed Oak Tree, I, I don't think that I want to bring anything else into the situation at the moment. I'm concerned of its repercussions. I'm, I'm still not sure of what surrounds that man over there. And you know, what Florence is experiencing is, 
is vastly different, but uh, uh, she's still in tremendous pain. She is, ma'am, and I'm a little concerned about her. She doesn't seem to be coming to. So uh, she will be okay, but uh, my, my guess is that she saw her sister. Well, I don't know any of that about her sister or anything. I'm, I just, I'm new to knowing her and I don't know any of that story. And uh, so she continues to, you know, uh, as you hold Florence, she goes over and, and finishes uh, administering kind of the wash on the man mm-hmm. and uh, folds some blankets over him. And are you guys on your way back? I, whatever works for your timing, uh, yeah. you know, in terms of matching up the yeah. timelines. I mean, I assume we like we got distracted for a couple minutes in there, but yeah. we wanted to get back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. No, but it just would have taken you all a while to gather everything. Yeah. Not yeah. so much your distraction level. So, um, all right. So why don't uh, we can get y'all all back together? Okay. I'm going to tell Miss Florence real nice while she's not quite conscious. I'm just going to say, Miss Florence, if you get better, Real fast, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make you a real nice cake. That'll make you feel real good. I'll decorate it all real good, and that's good. It'll be good for you. I really wish Florence could respond. Right. <laughs> Oak Tree's so nice; he makes me feel like an even bigger creeper asshole. Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as y'all come through the door, right, uh, you you see kind of this scene where Sage is uh, finishing up this this bedding on on the guy on the floor, and he seems to be uh, glistening a bit as he's been freshly washed. No, not like that. Not oiled. Not lubed. Just like you know, he's got some <laughs> sprinkle water on him. It's not a no necrophilia here come on harold hey he's not dead you said you You chose saying he's dead (laughs) you chose you say the corpse necrophilia and then sprinkle water (laughs) (laughs) so do we see florence curled up uh yeah so as you walk in that's a big concern yeah Probably from your from your vantage point, you wouldn't see Florence or Oak Tree at that moment. Yeah, I mean Florence is um, a big concern. Oh, so we the, come in and there's no one there except the well, guy on the floor. Just and the, Sage. Just the glistening. And Sage. And Sage. Oh, but I thought she's in the room with <laughs> No, uh, no, she's she's finishing putting the bedroll on top of uh the guy on the floor. Oh, I thought she was still taking care of yeah. Florence. Okay. No. She left Oak She Tree left me Florence. to be cradled oh. by Oak Tree. Okay, okay. She's she's relying Whispering on the of healing cakes. cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make a cake for you. Uh you can make a you can make a pow with with uh advantage for for hearing the calming, soothing oak tree cake call. Oh, could we have um, Harold uh, ro- roll a spot hidden to see oh, look for vomit? No, I want to. I want to hear the cake. I want to hear the cake call. <laughs> All right, so you start. You start coming to in Oak Tree's arms. Okay. Yeah, Wayne. Oh Harold God. is distracted, not noticing the vomit. He is is really distracted by the glisten. <laughs> by the what? 
by the glistening. Oh. <laughs> and uh, sadly, I smell the vomit and start hurling again. Oh, oh, God. oh, oh no! Damn it. Ah. <laughs> I have to burn this place down. <laughs> It was so Don't burn down oh. Potter's place. I mean, we've got like <laughs> five minutes good. left in the game. Oh my yeah. god! It was oh so horrible last time. And we had to do it again. Can uh, we have one vomit-free week, please? <laughs> Oak Tree's like, all you people need to change your diets or something. <laughs> and I said, Florence, Miss Florence, you seem to be waking up. Ah. Yeah, a terrible not nightmare came over you when you were awake. It was like a, an awake nightmare. Miss Sage was, and your your died. stomach cramps as he says this. Like you feel oh, the come pain. on. <laughs> no, no, not for not to throw up. Like the abdominal pain, like a cramp, okay. like the abdominal pain. Miss Florence, Sorry. Do, you, do you need me to take you to your bed and put you down there to feel more comfortable? Where do you want to go? I. No, I no, I don't want to be alone right now. All right, well, we'll sit, we'll sit right here, ma'am, and uh, that's what I'm shipping right there. I want to see these two kids get together and live happily ever after. <laughs> no, it's def- cake. definitely bow and oak tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then your portmanteau can be oak tree. Yeah, uh, hell yeah, yeah. This is definitely a spinoff. I'm, I'm waiting seeing... to happen. I'm seeing Florence in her oak tree, uh, like Harlequin fantasy cover with an axe over her shoulder and like uh-huh. the, the hair blowing in the wind. Yeah, and oak trees glistening. <laughs> it could be a love triangle with it could be a, a love triangle with boak tree and floak tree. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just looking jealously. <laughs> oh, wait, what about Sage? Weren't we shipping Sage? <laughs> <laughs> Was this the group that didn't know the word for a like a quadruple? Yeah. Or a, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, that was offline. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> On that note. So back to the vomit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm conscientiously cleaning up my own vomit. <laughs> I'm don't worry, Harold. I'm I'll take care of it. You spent the whole night scrubbing the floors. Again. I'm gone for two hours in what the hell happened in here? And and why is is Florence in such a state? Has she got that (laughs) wasting disease? Florence, are you okay? Has she got the withering? What's going on here? I'm not sure I can even... I felt... I... I can't... I'm not sure. Is there a she, portal in here? What's going on? And she's just Gerald's like looking around stuff. in the corners. I think she was pretty rattled. She looked like almost death was coming over her with scaredness. Why? She fell to the floor. She was with Miss Sage, and they were kind of uh, seemed to be on some sort of little guided trip of quietness. And uh, about twenty minutes gone by, I was watching them, and nothing bad. And then all of a sudden, Miss Florence just has these convulsions and scared look on her face, and she couldn't it. get to Rose, and then she shrieked, and then I felt like somebody stabbed me. <clears throat> to Rose, your sister. To Rose, she's here. She was there. She, I, but I couldn't. I couldn't find her. I couldn't help her. 
You couldn't find her where? I I heard her. Here. Here, yes. And then I'll, I'll call over to Miss Sage because she's over there. Miss Sage, how could Miss Florence hear all these things? What were you doing with her that she was able to see her sister and then terrible thing happen? That's She's an excellent doing, question. Doing the uh, Arapaho mind meld. <laughs> she says, uh, Florence and her sister's strong, bond is incredibly strong. They're, they're twins. She goes, I just cleared a path for them to speak. Hey, Oak Tree, did you hear Rose talking? Did you, and as a Miss Sage, did you feel all the things that went wrong? Because you had that look on your face of real concern. I sense you felt some sort of a, well, you said darkness was enveloping that fellow over there. Is there some sort of darkness uh, in that world of Miss Florence? There's there's much awry here, but there's there's darkness everywhere in Bloodstone lately. It's not surprising. I, I I just couldn't quite tell you the source of it. No, that's why I say, Miss Sage. Miss Sage, if you can do some of your work and pinpoint where this darkness is coming from, I think that's why I'm here. I'm looking for that. My dreams brought me to this town because there's some darkness, and all my friends here, they've been here, and now they're suffering. And this fellow Bo, he's come here too. I think he came for the same reason. He might not even know to find this darkness. We got to find it. And if you can be our guide to find it, well, I think it'll be rightly appreciated by a lot of folk. Mr. Oaktree, I think that you'll see you don't have to look very hard to find the darkness here. It will find you. Mm, but this sage, we need to find the source of it. And that's where we need to go. The source of it to make it stop yeah i i hate to ask this question but uh florence do you need to go get your sister do we need to to go and physically get her back here i mean um she she won't let me touch her the last time i saw her she wouldn't she wouldn't let me touch her. She, she said she couldn't see me. I'm afraid if I tried to move her, she would, it, it could break her. But wasn't, did, didn't you say that she said she wanted you to get her? She did, but at that point I couldn't see her. I couldn't touch her. I couldn't find her. I mean, I know she wasn't here. I just, I just, it felt like she was here. I felt like I could hear her. But I know that's not reality. I know I only saw her yesterday. I can't keep track of what's real. But in, in your perception, do you think that she wanted you to find her and, and, and retrieve her in the metaphysical sense or in, in the physical sense? Uh, I mean, I, I thought she wanted me to find her. I wanted to protect her. I mean, maybe, yes, maybe we should get her. I don't know where to keep her, though. I don't know how to care for her in the way that she needs. What will we do with her if we bring her here? She can't be left alone. Maybe Sage can help. I was going to say, maybe Sage can help for your mind. Mm -hmm. I'll just turn and look at Sage. 
There's, um, I think I'm, we all will just <laughs> as one. <laughs> and on that note, oh, okay. Uh, I'm Florence. I'm I'm happy to try, but I'm not sure that what ails Rose is something within her. It might be something outside of her. In that case, we must move her. If there's something outside of her, she's not safe where she is. And I'll say, Miss Florence, if you need me to go get Miss Rose for your eye, I could do that. I would have to go. She doesn't know you. She would... Uh, she's Rose is special. Well, maybe while while Oak G's on the way um, with one or two of us, maybe you could talk to her again and say there's some friends coming to rescue her. Harold, now that you're confusing so me. Good. I think he's asking you to tele telecommunicate with her again. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Emily knows that. Florence feels confused about what's reality. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think we're all getting a little confused in in that area. But I feel like we got to kind of roll with it. And I, I if mean, you feel like you need uh, to protect your sister, she's clearly plays a big role in in whatever's happening here. And I I trust your instincts. I can try. And I I mean at least then I could answer the question or I could hopefully know that she's okay because if she, if I was truly feeling what she was feeling, if there was a link, like you said, Sage, I felt incredible pain. But, but uh, so I'm going to say, uh, Florence, do you think the hospital is going to let her go? Well, I mean, I put her there. I'm sure I could take her out. I'm her guardian. When I, I when think we were, if we decided we wanted to get her out, we could get her out. Ma'am, if she needs I to mean, get she's out. my sister. How could they just keep her from me? I put her there I also think for it's, her own it's worth good. Noting, Oak. Yep, and I'm going to turn to you and say, Oak Tree, I want you to remember one other thing. What did that sheriff say to us just before we got back on the train? He told us not to come back, but that's okay. He said if we came back, he, I think he said he'd either... Put us in jail or shoot us. Well, that could be his downfall. If we have to do something that's helping someone for good, if he gets in the way, well, we just have to get him out of our way. Mm. And he doesn't have to know that you're in town. We could be in and out before he even knew, knew what was happening. I think my, I think we ought, my, I think I might be here in town for this whole thing to see what happened with this Miss Sage and Miss Lawrence, and I think her sister needs to be needs to be taken out of wherever she is she can't be left there in this darkness suffering no one can and if miss lawrence feels this way about it we need to go and do it and nothing can get us get in our way even whatever's causing so much pain to miss florence we need to do this this is this is a calling to us we can't turn a deaf ear to this calling we have to save this woman i, I tend to agree with oak tree but again, I, I default to to you, Florence. Whatever you think is the right thing to do. I mean, Sage, if you could really take on that 
burden. I would just have to know that she was cared for and I have things to do here. I mean, we have discovered so much wrong in the past few days that I couldn't, I couldn't care for her myself at this time, as much as it kills me to say that. But, but Miss Florence, you can't leave someone you care for this deeply in pain. You saw her and you fell to the floor uh, and your body and mind are telling you what to do. You need to follow that and do it. If you, you so did... just to be clear, Florence just said to Sage, if you could really care for her, that would make this all possible. So I think we're on the same page. Okay, cool. And so I guess we look at Miss Sage then and said, Miss yeah. Sage, you, you think you could take on this undertaking? It seems like it's an awful lot of darkness and it may have scared you too, but uh, it seems like it's something that has to be done. Florence, I, I'm not sure. I, I haven't seen Rose in years now. I'm not sure if I can commit to caring for your sister. Yeah, I mean, it maybe just a couple of days, just until we figure out that she's okay. Because when I left her, I said she was, oh, but what am I doing? No, you're right. I can't just ask you to put aside your life. And uh, I mean, for five years, she's been well cared for in, in Deadwood. No, I, just, maybe... I, I think that the, well, the question that we're, we're asking here is, is, is she actually being well cared for? And is there something uh, that Miss Sage can help with that the folks in Deadwood could not? Uh, I don't think we're talking about a long-term situation. Uh, while, while it may feel like months <laughs> uh, to us, it's probably not more than a day or two. Um, and and I, I, my hope is that there's uh, some sort of thing that that you might be able to do that uh, that could help her out significantly in a very short period of time. I think be... the question is what we've got darkness that we're seeing in people around us, and we don't know how to help them. So how are we going to help Rose? I just think we're making a whole bunch of assumptions here and we've got nothing to prove any of it. But, we but have, now Harold, we could be put at Oak tree. We could be putting her at more risk. But, uh, if we, we go in there with the guns head. blazing and the sheriff has a posse, they guns could start blazing. shooting at us with Rose. The well, sheriff told us if we go back, he's hunting for us. Well, we can't awesome. just go back to that town without expecting something to happen. Sure he can. What's going to happen is we're going to take care of a problem one way or another. What's going to happen is you're going to get Rose shot. If that happens, then that's what's supposed to happen. Oh, no. oh my lord, Oak Tree! Oh, Oak Tree! No. Oh my god, you veered into the into the bushes. Not a, I, I mean, not that. getting shot. I mean, like what we, we have to try and do something. And by not I don't anything. disagree. I want to help Rose. I've known Rose. You don't even know her, Oak Tree. I'm not trying to be mean, but I've known her for a long time. I, I met her back when they first came to town, and I'm telling you, we need a better plan than show up and tell them they got to give us Rose because we might know how to help her. We got to do better than that if we're going to help her. Well, that's all good, Mr. Yonker, but 
we can't just sit here and let this darkness grow over everything. I, you can feel it. And I think Mr. I don't disagree one bit. I think the most important question is we see the darkness in this fella right on the ground. We might see the darkness in Philip. We've talked about if there, uh, if there might be darkness in, in Florence. We don't need for, to deal with the forget, darkness here. Don't, don't forget Pete the Poet. Don't forget Pete the He's Poet. He's got we physical got darkness, all darkness coming out of his fingertips. Yeah, there, got there are a lot of directions that <laughs> we've sort of opened doors. I have a little walk. bit so of let's, time. Let's recap just for a moment. Because I think we all have a touch of ADHD here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, always doing harebrained diversions. We got <laughs> Pete the Poet. We got uh, the Lomava Mine uh, in there, like stealing, they're tricking women and children into thinking they're going to paradise. We got backwind creatures abducting people and uh, giving those that they touched withering disease. We, and now we, we've got Florence's poor sister, uh, Rose, that's potentially in danger. We got Florence herself that has some perhaps surrounded by darkness. So we got this fella from, maybe he's from 1941. I don't know, but uh, I, 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 I trust Sage when she says there ain't something, you know, there's something, some darkness about him. She don't want to be near. We're like, like you said, we're surrounded by this darkness. There's so many directions we could, we could go in. Well, having, having, having said that, I guess it's important to protect the ones we love. Over, I want to protect Rose. Everything. I just don't know that bringing her here is going to protect her. I don't know that it's not going to put her in more danger. Well, I she, think we need to know more before we do something. She did say specifically, "Come get me." But well, I think I think Oyaker is saying we can go get her. Just we we need to have a plan. Yeah, that right. involves avoiding avoiding the law. Right. Well, they ain't seen. They ain't seen me. They, they, and they I'm, I'm wearing a, either. I'm, I'm wearing a badge from Bloodstone. Mm-hmm. Remember how I said a badge can be a tool? That's what I meant. Sure. That, that. And, you know, the, pretty good. the hospital doesn't need to know that she doesn't have, say, you know, a wedding to attend or a funeral to attend, you know, that we're just taking her out for a couple of days, uh, a little R&R, as it were. Uh, we don't need to go in like like an army trying to break her out. We can, you know, use our smarts and uh, just power her for a couple of days and make sure she's okay. This is all predicated on the fact that I can indeed talk to her again because mm-hmm. I you haven't seen her in a while or at all. No, she was sorry. Yep, she was before. Yeah, she was preemie. You haven't seen her. She is. She just. She needs her systems. When things are as she expects, she's fine, usually. Not the last time I saw her, but usually she's fine. But when things change, you'd have a hard time taking her out if, I mean, screaming, tearing at her hair. I can't, I mean, she has. Well, maybe we can just go, not necessarily with the intention of taking her out of the environment, but uh, checking out the environment to see if it is in fact truly safe. If we find sure out, okay. if we find out that there's nothing dark going on, you know, in the in the hospital where she's kept, then it's safe to leave her there. If we find out that there, 
you know, all full of darkness and, you know, playing ping pong with the mava pellets and whatnot, then uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll hustle her out of there. Okay. And I think on that note, we'll, we'll hold till next week where y'all can make a decision on how to proceed. Okay. But this this moral this this quandary <laughs> this quandary I loved it I loved mm-hmm. listening to y'all work through this it, there's there's no straight answer yep yeah and Chris thank you for that wrap up because yeah that was there, perfect there are a lot of a lot of threads all right on that note uh, we'll wrap up so thanks again for joining us tonight. This has been a truckload of fun. Uh, We will see you again next week. Until then, you can find us on underthelibrary.com. You can follow us on Twitter at underthelib. We're on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And however you are listening to us right now, if you would please subscribe. And if you have a chance, leave us a review. It would help, help us out quite a bit. Until next time, for me, for Michael... For Chris, Wayne, Emily, and Scott, and for Rick, even though he wasn't here tonight, thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. I'm just spitballing here. Blow it up quietly. Oh, I went in there, and I saw a moonbeam and a rainbow, and I done come out, and (laughs) all was well, I did die. Let me get the mirror that I used to find out if a fella's actually dead or if he's just trying to hide from his wife. And I thought, oh, shit, Phil is done for. Uh, Oak Tree, <laughs> um, do you want to add a cuddle stat? You, uh, you know, okay.